What up, it's Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor. We always appreciate you for finding us. Let's get right to it. The big talk of the day right now is the New York Giants have decided to bench Eli Manning in their in, in place of Geno Smith. And everybody's up in arms about Eli Manning getting benched. Who cares whether Eli Manning is getting benched or not? Like honestly, who cares? Should have came on. It should have came a while ago, guys. In my opinion, at the beginning of the season, if you go back and you check our podcast, the beginning of the season, I started this uh, season with the question: At what point are the Giants, the Steelers, and the Chargers going to move away from their three quarterbacks that all got drafted the same year? By week two of the NFL season this year. I was already on this podcast saying that Eli Manning is the most overrated star quarterback in the history of the NFL. So for me, this benching doesn't come as a surprise because he's gotten away with 200 plus consecutive starts of inconsistent play. Yeah, he's got two rings, but he'll have a hot half and then a cold half. He'll have a hot season, cold season. He hasn't been in the playoffs in, what, four years? I mean, what, one appearance in the last six years? Something like that. I mean, Eli Manning's got a lot of stats. And at the end of his career, he's going to go down as a Hall of Famer. He's a Manning, two rings, uh, a lot of passing yards, even though the passing yards nowadays, they're numbers. They're, They're just numbers. Somebody's got to put up those yards Even on teams that suck But everybody's passing now No hate Well a little bit of hate I'm just calling it what it is Seriously So he's going to have the numbers He's going to have the resume And he's going to go down as a Hall of Famer Whatever But when you watch him When you use the eye test At what point have we ever sat there And looked at Eli like That's a bad boy And he's the guy You remember there was a question whether he was considered an elite quarterback before one of the seasons he played and then he got all butthurt about being not being considered an elite quarterback so what did he do he stunk up the joint for most of that season um then got good enough towards the tail end of the season to ride that defense that they had took that defense and that momentum of that defense into the into the playoffs did enough to not fuck any other games up and then they win a Super Bowl and that's basically what happened the second time that defense got him those rings you weren't looking at Eli at any point going man you gotta carry us I think even in the games where he had the comeback drives Giants fans are going man we we don't know what Eli we're gonna get are we gonna get the Eli that's given our receivers the gifts are we gonna get the Eli that's given the other team gifts that's what he does his whole career hot then cold he's never been a consistent badass for me he's overrated so this benching comes as no surprise the only surprise that comes about it to me is that they benched him for geno smith who i'm not saying is anything stellar but that shows you how over apparently the head coach is of eli manning they have to start going in another direction and I know some fans out there some other people 
I'm, I'm, I want to hear your opinions But hey what are you saying about this um, Well they should have at least waited Until the end of the season And then move in a different direction uh, They don't really have anything better out there They're just not a good team I get all that They've got hurt players But even when the team is good Eli is up or down He's heads or tails So right now When you have a bad team Around him and he's already 95 years old How about you go ahead and give some of these young bucks Young bucks a shot And see what they can do I'm not I'm not expecting Geno Smith to go light him up I think this says more about where they're at With Eli than it says About what they think in Geno Or the rookie that they got But wow what a turn of events In the Big Apple Eli Manning's consecutive Games Started streak comes to an end Not because of injury but because of benching Oh damn Oh oh damn Let us know your thoughts It's Cal and KO on Anchor Everybody what's good it's Cal and KO Brought to you by Anchor Once again I'll say it and I won't stop saying it We appreciate you for finding us Before KO gets back in here And uh, interrupts the flow Because he does not care too much About sports Let's talk basketball Laker fans, stand up. You guys are on the clock to get the next beat down by the Golden State Warriors. Tonight, Steph Curry comes to the Staples Center to get his hands on Lonzo Ball. Hopefully, he's playing. Steph and KD took their last game off when they were playing the Sacramento Queens. Shout out to Shaq for that hilarious nickname. But they're going, they're starting their road trip. This is the first game in their road trip, and it's the Lakers. It's NorCal versus SoCal. It's it's arguably the best point guard in the game against the up-and-coming rookie, the number two pick in the draft. Laker fans, stand up. Won't you, won't you hit us up on Anchor right now and, and let me know how much support you have for your boy Lonzo. He's struggling with that shot. Definitely ain't it definitely ain't Chef Curry with the shot. We just say, and he's got the worst field goal percentage of any rookie at this point in their rookie season. The worst field goal percentage in 30 years. In the last 30 years, he's shooting that bad. The worst. Be good or be good at it. I've heard people say that before. I'm sure you guys just want him to be good. Hopefully he'll figure it out. Magic didn't have a shot when he came in. Jason Kidd didn't have a shot when he came in But they got one Hopefully he'll get one But as for now Y'all need to get that beat down I'm just saying You guys got our old assistant coach Luke Walton over there Kuzma is no joke for the Lakers I'm a fan of Kuzma I like Clarkson too You guys are like the JV version of the Warriors Like Randall is kind of like a low budget Draymond Ingram is a light in the ass Young Low budget KD Clarkson is kind of like the low-budget Clay. Kuzma, still figuring out what he does. He does a little bit of everything. He could be like your guys' Iguodala. But I see what Walton's doing over there. He's trying to take what he got from the Dubs formula and bring it down to Tinseltown. That rhymed. So that's the most important game on the schedule to me. Dubs Lakers today it is going down and then on 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 the on the rest of the ticker we got Memphis with their new their newly fired coach gone Tisdale Fisdale Fisdale whatever his name is gone playing against the San Antonio Spurs tonight 
Uh, Memphis started out hot, then they lost like eight or nine in a row. Hence, coach gone. You are fired. Uh, Minnesota starting to come together, going against the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Boogie in the brow. I like what they're doing. They just need some help. Those two big boys are a bad, bad tandem right there. Indiana Pacers against the Houston Rockets. Houston's got offense for days. Will they get some defense? We will find out. Don't know. Charlotte Hornets at the Toronto Raptors. Eh, whatever. Who cares? Miami at New York Knicks. Eh, who cares? Washington Wizards at the Philadelphia 76ers. Now that's going to be a good one. John Wall and Bill going against the process in Philly. What's going to happen with Ben Simmons? That's going to be a good one. Um, these are two squads, 11 and 9, 11 and 8, respectively. That if they find their mojo in a very soft ass Eastern Conference, they could they could they could wreck shop. I'm not saying they're going to wreck bot like wreck Boston, but they could wreck shop. They they're they're in there. Cleveland's starting to roll. You know, Cleveland's doing their thing. Shout out to LeBron getting ejected last night for the first time in his career, trying to be all hard, picking on referees. Dude, you're like eight feet tall. Come on, man, get it together. And then Phoenix, somebody's got to get Devin Booker out of Phoenix, man. That kid's too good to be stuck in the desert. Going to Detroit to go against the surprising and up-and-coming Detroit Pistons. That is NBA basketball talk. Laker fans, don't be scared. Come on and hit me up and, and go ahead and shout out your purple and gold. You know this is Dub Nation all day over here. Cali KO, we ain't going nowhere. Deuces. Oh shit, sorry, Tourette's Cali KO brought to you by Anchor We'll move on, um, I'll edit that out Cali uh, <laughs> um, KO is in the building Yeah, and we're on we a are. roll On a good one We're, we're feeling it This today, is a good man. week for us It's a solid week, man we're Talking about a lot of good things I know, hopefully we can, Hopefully I can get you locked down a little bit more, man I know you got a busy-ass schedule You're making a lot of moves Not just with this amazing show that we do right here Cali KO but you're touching, you're touching the, you're touching the big screen. You're touching Hollywood, man. Like, what, what the hell is going on? You got a movie coming out, dude. Ooh -wee, like, ooh -wee. like seriously. So That's yeah, like you know, serious. That's a big deal, fam. Me and my life, you know, I'm, I'm, I shoot for the moon, aim for the stars, uh huh, or however that goes. <laughs> Still trying to figure out how that goes. Yeah, I don't get <laughs> Went it. Went wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I always had this dream in my life where I, I'd, I wanted two things: to be in the NFL and to be a movie star. The NFL thing was more for myself, just for fun, whatever. But I knew that that would help my family get out of the situation they were, where we lived. But the second one, being a movie star, is because if, if you're if you have an audience and you're able to tell a story, you're a good storyteller. You can actually help people. So if I'm if I'm the guy that my character is your life, and I'm acting it out on 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 the screen, you're inspired. So to inspire people is something that's very huge. It's very selfless, but. It, at the same time, you have to be good at it. So I've been taking acting classes with Glenn Morshire up in L.A. Trying to you know perfect my craft because it's not just, oh, I'm cool and I think I can act and I'm going to go do it. It's a lot of no's. I've received a lot of no's. Gone on a lot of auditions and they said, no, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. And me personally, when people tell me I'm not good enough, it makes me strive for more. The same day I was going to audition for an agent to get rep by a reputable agency in L.A. I won't tell you the names, right? But... They told me I wasn't good enough to be on their roster of, of clients to uh, rep. All right, cool. And that same day, I booked a Geico commercial. Nice. Right after, right after going to audition That's for them, great. and they said I'm not good enough, I went over to the, the audition and booked a, a, a Geico commercial. 
So it just goes to show you, like, everybody doesn't know your way. Your way is your way because you create your way. And it's, it's your mindset. So after football, I retired. What am I going to do? Went to intern at Hydraulics for a year. Learned the whole back, back end of the movie production process. And the process made a lot of friends over there. So they're like, you know, we got this film and we're over budget. We really can't pay you any money, but would you act in this movie? And you'll get a movie credit for acting the movie. All right, cool. I'll do it. What is it? Uh, it's called Beyond Skyline. It's a sequel to the movie that you were extra in when you were still playing football. And, you know, on your vacation, you came to be an extra in a party scene that we had. It was kind of fun, right? And I was like, yeah, it was fun. Well, this is fun, too, but it's a little more work, a little more intensive. And you have to really, like, you know, brush up on your acting skills. So, luckily, I was taking acting classes, so I was good. Went in there killed it on everything I did so a lot of my scenes that I was in were not ending up on the editor's uh, chopping block so I'm actually in the movie a lot for what I was doing I was a, I was an alien in this movie Beyond Skyline that's cool and it was funny because I went from football to intern to now I'm in a movie that's out in theaters and that's like the the, the vision of what I wanted to do I kept telling myself I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it like you no know, by any means I'm not looking for the payday I'm be humble. I'm throwing my boomerang of love out there, and it'll come back to me at some point. So right. if you're not paying me now, I'll get paid eventually for something else. You know, this is on my demo reel now, and now I can go and get another uh, job somewhere else. So uh, Beyond Skylines out December 15th in theaters. Uh, it'll be at the AMC Sunset. That's the uh, the California release. Okay. And I mean, it's gonna be good. It'll, it'll be fun. It's a, it's a good movie. It, it killed it in Indonesia. It was number two in the box office behind Thor, Ragnarok. Really? Yeah. Number two behind Thor. Number two behind Thor in all of Indonesia. Okay. No, I don't know. The number's probably inflated because... I'm not even going to talk shit. Like, you set me up for a joke and just the inner asshole just was going to say something very lame. But, no. I mean, I'm not (laughs) going to... No. No, I'm not going to do it. Um, Because that's dope, man. Like, because everybody needs... You're going to be in a movie. You're going to be in a movie... On a big screen, playing around the world. That's huge. That's bigger yeah. than... That's going to reach more people than you beating the shit out of people for a pigskin. Yeah. The funny you know thing, what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, at the end of the day, like people know you for one thing, and you were good at that one thing at that time. You were a great football player, and now you're going to get to be known for doing something good at something else. So... I think on, on a homie tip, I'm proud of you. But I think I think it's fucking amazing. That's great. For the show, I think it sucks because you're going to be gone all the fucking time. Well, you know already, no, we're, we're already but, we're already wrapped. So the movie's already in. The movie's already in. It's already done. But uh, because of the uh, the director for Beyond Skyline has a friend with uh, he's a friend with another director in Indonesia. So the guy in Indonesia says, you know, we have this big thing over here. It's called Giganto. Giganto is like the Bigfoot legend over there. So it's huge. So they want to make a movie about it. And, you know, it's set over in the jungle. This like, uh, military group tries to go into the jungle to find uh, evidence of the missing link, which is called Giganto, yeah. and bring him in alive. So I end up killing off a lot of the people. So this is another movie they're going to be filming. We start filming in January. So I'll be out in Indonesia for a couple months. So I'm going to call in via Skype or, or uh, yeah. WhatsApp or satellite or something. Yeah, we're going to have to figure this out, dude. What to fly you out there for a, a week or something. Uh, pre-record We're going to have to pre-record <laughs> Pre-record for a year We're going to think about what is going to yeah. be happening in the year We're going to get our Miss Cleo on Predict what's going to happen Talk about what's going to happen in advance And then put it out to where it's on point But <laughs> um, No It's taking off, taken off But uh, you know in, in, in spite of all the stuff that's going on with uh, the movies and stuff uh, It's not going to take away from the, the show And I love it because the show is so grassroots 
it's not like we don't have a million followers and we're talking to 10,000 people, but me and you, we're family from day one. So right. being able to come in here and do this and have fun. And if we have five, 10, 15 followers, whatever, it doesn't matter. Them 15 people are going to be entertained. Yeah. We hope. Oh, no. They're still there. <laughs> we appreciate all 15. Oh, wait. We're down to 14. As I watch it. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, man, but it, it'll be good. Um, yeah, I, I think it's awesome for you to expand. Clearly, you're going to do more things in Hollywood and with this acting thing that are going to take off before what we are doing no, is. No, so that's the so, thing, the parallel. Wait, well, I mean, I'm, you're probably going to take me along with me. Like with probably. You, probably. I'm hoping. My fingers are crossed. There's guys that have podcasts that are in Hollywood all the time, but this is the best thing because yeah. now you have that celebrity where what we're talking to the 15 people now there's 30 now there's 45 now there's 100 and it just doubles and keeps doubling and not because the celebrity and they want to hear oh it's because I'm a fan of this but no because you could be a fan of somebody doing acting and then not a fan of them when they're talking because there's people that are like I'm a fan of Donald Trump being a uh, good businessman yes and that's why I attribute him to probably being a good president but he's not doing the presidency the way he was doing business he was sharky you know cut, it was cutthroat but mm-hmm. that's how you become a billionaire the way he did and if you want to become a billionaire, you got to kind of pattern the way everybody else became a billionaire. You don't become a billionaire by not stepping on some toes. I'm not a toe stepper. So I'm going to try to figure out a way to do it without stepping on toes. And this is where this podcast comes into play, where if I'm going to go and become something in Hollywood, I don't want to just become the Hollywood guy like everybody else did. I want to bring everybody else along with me from when I started. And that's why this podcast is so important, because it's going to uh, chronalize everything. Is that even a word, chronalize? It sounded good. I don't use words bigger than yeah. mayonnaise, but it's okay. <laughs> I want to be able to, you know, put this into a doctrine of this is where we started. This is what we're talking about. This is where I'm now. This is what we're talking about. This is where I'm going. And I'll be talking about this tomorrow when I get there. So this be like Entourage? Yes. So like you're Vinny Chase, which we, I can accept that. A darker version. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like this, yeah, so I would be E? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to go take off and do your thing, and you're going to bring everybody back. Okay, if we're not Entourage, let's make it a hip-hop version. You'd be like Nelly. And I'm like Murphy, Murphy Lee. Lee, and I'm the rest of the St. Lunatics waiting for Country Grammar to really blow the fuck yeah. up, and then we gonna get that St. Looney album. We're going right, definitely. Okay, um, Dave, Dave, would, Dave would be key one. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Medicine Remix. If you have not added them to your list of people to follow, go to Medicine Remix. Yeah, literally the things they talk about parallels things we talk about, but they're probably a little more educated. Him and Suresh are probably a little more educated. Yeah, a little bit. They're probably like, like, I think we're funny probably like 15 more years of school than we did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was in school for a long time. That don't mean I was learning shit, but I was in but school no, I mean, for a long school time. School in amount of time where they learn different things, oh, so different topics, okay. to gain more knowledge than they had the year before. Yeah, they got me. Not that. prolonging what you're supposed to have learned first year. You know, year seven, now you're Van Wilder. I was like Black Van Wilder, dog. <laughs> Black I Van was, Wilder. I was Black Van Wilder in the Greek system, yeah. fam. Da- da- uh, Dave, Dave over at Medicine Remix was like Kanye with all those degrees, man. <laughs> So, so uh, I guess all of this w- is good that we're having this talk, man, because you're about to blow up and you're going to be off doing some other things. But for the show, Cal and KO will have other people on it. You might just get to hear my annoying voice. You might, since I'm E and he's Vinny Chase, I might have to have um, our version of Turtle on the show, which would be the homie Kenny. I like Kenny. Kenny's a, a very knowledgeable person. He is. He's a good father, too. Man. Shout, shout to Kenny. With us. He's shout out to man. Kenny, man. He's a good, he's a good dad. 
Yeah. He's a little shorter than me though, but he, he's good dad. Shoot, he's shorter than me. He'd be like, like he's Kenny, like man, Bill he, Cosby. Look, Kenny. Hey, he's hey, like, hey, nah, Kenny should be on that show, uh, the Dallas Little People. <laughs> the Little Women of Dallas. Shots fired, bang, bang. <laughs> oh damn, Kenny, your kid gonna be talking to you in about two months <laughs> if he ain't already passed you up. <laughs> Ko making predictions. Kenny, what you got to say? It's Cali Ko, man. My daughter talking, Kenny. My daughter, ten years old. <laughs> I got love for Kenny. We all do. The Cal and KL show is a show about variety. Yeah, absolutely. And, the, and you know what? What's been cool is we've gotten, uh, we've expanded our anchor family. A lot of cats uh, on the anchor team have been listening and calling in and supporting the groups. And there's a show. It's called um, Son of a Fish. Where are my notes? Because I had it written down. But there's a show. It's called like the it's called the House Show. So I'm thinking it's going to be like EDM music, you know, Swedish House Mafia. Yeah. Like listen to some dope mixes. I'll follow right now. Wrestling, all wrestling. Ooh. They heard our break when we were talking about the finishing moves and all yes. of that shit. So they joined in. They had a couple comments, and it's like, so go check out the House Show. The House all Show. All things wrestling. Go fuck with them. They're I pretty need dope. It. So. Uh, one of the bars I own here in town, uh, the local downtown at PV, I mean downtown San Diego, in the men's restroom, the whole bathroom has wallpaper with the old school wrestlers. Yes. So as you're taking a whiz, you're going to figure out who is who of your list of all star wrestlers. Yep. And I've, and I've been in there a lot of times. You've and I love there. looking at that list, like the, the, the groups. And there are a couple people that you see that it, it, you feel like they're doubled up, like wearing different uniforms, and then you go, oh, no, that's not the same person. Yeah, it's Earthquake, Sebastian Booger, King Kong Bundy. Yes. Yes. Yep. Same guy. All big, tall, all... white guys are bald and fat, but... Yep, but all different guys. Then you got, like, Greg the Hammer Valentine in there, man. The Rockers. Tito Santana. Like you guys, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, right? The as the Rockers, though, as not rockers. just not just Shawn Michaels yeah. as the Heartbreak Kid. You got the Rockers in there, Sergeant Slaughter. Um, man, that's yeah, that's a, that's a. We left off. What was Strike Force? Tito Santana, and who was his partner again? Tito Santana wasn't he? Rick with? Martel. Rick Martel. Ah, solid. Yeah. You know when we were talking finishing moves, we forgot all about Macho Man Randy Savage's. You know the elbow coming down off the top, which or Jimmy Superfly Snooker, yeah, because those two boys off the top. But see, what I'm saying is that those were not creative. It's not like okay, they weren't the creativity. That's just like a uh, something like you know, okay, cool. The creativity is what I'm talking about. Stone Cold Stunner versus the Rock Bottom. People, oh, the Rock Bottom, that was everything. Uh, no, it was a Rock Bottom coupled with the people's elbow that made that spectacular. By themselves, uh, it's the elbow. Uh, you know, you you like a little slam. Arm over. It was the, the combination of the two. It was always a combination of the two. But Stone Cold Stunner, kick you in the stomach and then drop you on the shoulder. Yeah. Disrespectful, man. Just, dude, if somebody kicks you in the stomach right now, what would you do? What would you do? Before I got upset, I would probably question it like, did I just get kicked in my stomach? Yeah, it's rude. Like, the no. bottom of your foot just touched my shirt. It's something you don't expect. It's like, At all. like a grown man slapping you. You but, don't expect a grown man to slap you. So his, like, so in conjunction with the rock bottom and then the people's elbow, it was the Stone Cold Stunner. But before the Stunner, you got a double middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Ch- 
Challenge accepted. Shout out to, to Cal. Shout out to Cal for his editing ability. We would not have this show if Cal did not edit. Because you know KO ain't going to do it. I, yeah, KO ain't going to do I, it. I, mean, I got to change diapers. I got to feed the baby. And you know we ain't good enough to be one take Jake. I got so we got to have Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Oh, you all. Oh. Sorry, I, I will I, one take Jake to every take I have. I done bruised somebody's ego. Excuse Bruce me. ego? Hold on. <laughs> Show me a script right now and I'll drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I'll be stuttering to nothing. <laughs> I got my technique down and everything. I'll be tickling to nothing. What's good? What's good? It's Cal and KO brought to you by Anchor. I always appreciate you for finding us. Okay, I was waiting for the Lakers... Warriors game to be over before I came back on and gave my uh, review, critique, whatever the hell you want me to say of this game. But I figured I'd just get back on and watch the game as the game ends. We got about 120 left and it's a tie game. It's 106 106. And this has been a damn interesting game. A lot of back and forth. Um, Steph just missed a fucking three pointer, man, with an air ball. All right. I didn't know. When Steph missed the last game, I didn't know he had a problem with his shooting hand. I just thought he was taking a break because of the road trip. Now that I'm seeing him in, oh, KCP, Caldwell Pope gets a bucket. Um, now that I see Steph in the game and he's hurt and his shooting hand has been affecting him this whole game, uh, you need him out there, of course. He, but man, he's been missing a lot of shots. It's been affecting him. I'm not saying I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Far from ordinary. I know you're listening to this right now. And hey, and I know you're a Laker fan and you waiting to call in and say something. Hopefully your team wins, but I don't think it's gonna happen. We got fifty six seconds left and the Lakers are up by three. And I remember saying earlier that this was a lot like watching um the Lakers. Ooh, KD ties it up. The Lakers are kind of a JV version of the Warriors, which is true. You see, like, you watch Ingram play, he looks like a young KD. I'm watching the offense of Clarkson, and I'm watching the defense of KCP, and I'm thinking that that's Clay. And you see Randall grabbing the ball and pushing it down court. He looks like a, you know, the younger Draymond. And I'm not saying that, like, shade on the Lakers. I'm just saying, you know, like the Warriors, like, five years ago. You feel me? And styles make fights. I remember it, it's been the last couple years that the Lakers have always played the Warriors tough, especially in Staples Center. Steph, one of Steph Curry's um, three-point shooting streaks ended in L.A. against the Lakers. They play them tough. Okay, we got a. It's 109. We got 26 seconds left in the game, and KD's bringing it down right now. Okay, this is what it's about right here. Again. No shade on the Lakers, but man, these dubs got to pull this out right here. Mm. They're taking a timeout. That gives me a chance to calm my nerves, take a sip of beer, figure out what's going to happen with this game. Lonzo, man, Lonzo was shooting today. Lonzo made two three-pointers in a row, and I heard Staples Center start making noise like it was Big Shot Rob making the shot against the Kings. Back in the early 2000s I don't know if that's how much they love Lonzo Or how much they just don't expect him to make shots So when he makes them they're like Oh shit he made a shot Oh shit he made two What? Good game nonetheless Way to show up Lonzo I remember 
his daddy LeVar at the beginning um, before the draft or maybe after he got drafted sometime before the games were being played you remember when LeVar was talking like if you put my son on the Warriors they'd be even better they'd be better with Lonzo than they would be with Steph Curry and I thought Steph was going to come out here and, and take that personal and go ham but he hasn't um, but he's hurt Let's see, Durant's got 25, Thompson's got 20, Curry 15, Ingram 26, nice, Randall 20, Caldwell Pope 19, 109, 109, five seconds left, I'm a little nervous, the Lakers have the ball, Swaggy P on the bench talking shit to Randall, good deal, get in his head, get in his head, come on now, Mm, Ingram. Oh, okay, we're going overtime. That's what's up. That's what's up. We're going overtime. Whoo, shit. Ooh, we in the regulation right here. NorCal versus SoCal. Dub Nation versus The Lake Show. It's going down right now. Let me know what you think. I don't know if I can handle being on air and watching the game at the same time. I'm going to dip out. You'll catch me tomorrow. With a uh, full recap of the game It's been real It's been fun Far from ordinary You better be ready to you talk some shit I'm just saying It's Calvin KO on Anchor Deuces Deuces <laughs>